Welcome, everybody. Woo! We are here on Bacon is My Podcast. What's your bacon in seven questions? Uh, With a very special guest. A very special guest. I'm going to do, do one of my really quick, long-winded intros. Here we go. Actor, stand-up comedian, animator, writer, director, producer, musician, the co-creator of the animated series Home Movies and Metalocalypse. He also writes the music and is the main performer for the virtual melodic... Melodic death metal band Death Clock, which is taken on a life of its own. I got that from Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's got four albums. Uh, the new movie, Army of the Doomstar, is out now. An occasional live touring band. Released albums under his own name. Welcome to the show, Brennan Small. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, yeah, that was my big intro. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> That's great. Fast, fast, fast and furious. The movie, yeah. I don't know when this is airing, but the movie is not out yet. It will come out later on in August. Yes, we yes. were told we were told not to put this out until, until the movie after is the out. movie. So yes, so didn't forget what I just said. It is out. <laughs> the movie is out. The movie is out, and it's That's fantastic. All right. That's all right. It's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So what we have done is we've lovingly distilled the 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 meaning of pretty much everything. Uh, yeah. Life, happiness, yeah. love, the world. Exactly. To down down to just seven questions. We started with. Um, it was like 874,063. Yeah, no one said yes. Nobody said yes to the show. Mm-mm. We narrowed it down. Now it's more manageable. We could do it. Seven. So are you, sir, ready for the Consumers of Bacon is my podcast to get to know the, the nooks and crannies of your English muffin? Yeah, we're getting to the sound of that Twinkie. Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't, I'm not sure what I'm saying yes to, but okay. That's Let's try it out. We just say yes online. That's how, that's how things work. Yeah. That's how it all works. All right, so we're going to get started right now. Question number one, Brendan, how many pillows is too many? How many pillows? Yeah. How many pillows? Oh, uh, anything more than two, I think, is too many for me, at least. But uh, I think plenty of people would disagree with me. Some people have a whole bed filled with uh, hundreds of pillows, but that's not, that's not the way I can live. Right. Yeah. Arguably, the mattress is a giant pillow. Right, right. Exactly. Arguably. True. Yeah. Uh, are you a two pillow behind the head? Are you like one behind the head, one under the arm? Are we, we have one on the floor in case of falling. What's what's going on? Yeah, I have uh, I have one, and then I have like kind of an alternate, sometimes two behind the head. One of them just is like a it's a free agent pillow. It can do whatever it wants. It can go between the legs. It can uh, can go on the side. Uh, I don't really have a definition for it. I, I've never really defined it to myself either. Nice. And still, even still now, it has no definition. I like a free agent pillow. That's a yeah. that's a cool concept. All right, question number two, Brendan. Uh, we're from New York, so this question is very near and dear to our hearts. Mm-hmm. What is the perfect pizza order? Uh, um, jeez. I mean, look, there's there's no wrong pizza order. First of all, and I don't care where you're from. I love a classic New York pizza. I love. I've been to Italy so many different times, and I've uh, eaten so I've eaten my way through from the north to the south, eating every kind of pizzas available. I'll eat bagel bites. I'll eat uh, California Pizza Kitchen. I'll have a Thai chicken pizza. There's no wrong answer as far as I'm concerned. I am not. Um, I'm not. Uh, I'm not stingy when it comes to pizza. I only ask that it's mildly, at least most of it's cooked. That's all I really want to. But I'll yeah. eat it. That's Give me any pizza, moment. I'll eat it. And I will not. Be, I'm not a snob, though. I've eaten. I've eaten really great pizzas throughout uh, throughout our beautiful country, and again throughout Italy. So, um, usually, though, for me, it's going to be a pepperoni pizza. It's that simple. Classic. It's a yeah. classic. Yeah, I don't yeah. need to get too fancy. 
Uh, I recommend uh, little Mike's Hot Honey on the pepperoni. That's a recent um, discovery. Hot Honey. Me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had. I've definitely had a Hot Honey pizza oh, over here in California. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. I had it. On, I had it by surprise. They 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 snuck it on me, and I didn't know. Yeah. Pizza surprise. place. I ordered one, put it in my mouth, and was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> New experience. It's not bad at all. Yeah. It really is great. I agree. Yeah. Look, there's no wrong pizza. That's. I guess that's my main. That's my main thing. Is there's no there's no bad pizza. There's no wrong pizza. It's all it's all good pizza. I like it. Like I that. like it. Question number three. True or false? Question this time. Uh, cereal is a soup. Um. <laughs> Geez, that's a good question. I've never considered it a soup, but now that you say that, I can see it being a soup. I can see it being a gazpacho with clumps of, I don't know, what is that in there? It's like rice or wheat-based noodle. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I think you could probably argue that. Um, you may lose the case, but I think you'd have a strong argument. Yeah, yeah. I can be swayed in either direction. Yeah, we're, we have we hold yeah. no allegiance. Yeah, All right, yeah I mean, yeah, oh. anything liquid could be a soup. I think ketchup can be a soup. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, chocolate milk can be a soup. So, yeah, I don't know. Okay, go on. Keep going. I don't want to keep I've, you. I've definitely, I've definitely <laughs> like made, that. I've definitely made soup. I'm, uh, we're both musicians as well. And, and as a, as a guy that's been in a band on the road, I have definitely made tomato soup out of ketchup packets and a little pepper and, yeah. uh, some, some hot water at a gas station. Excellent. Yeah. That's like a radiator prison, uh, dinner <laughs> signing. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, you you've been in tour bands, you know. <laughs> Sometimes that's how you eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. You gotta eat something. All right. Question number four: Gift cards, lame gift idea, or great gift idea? Oh, I'm sorry, but I'm a. If I get a gift card, I'm I'm like fuck yeah. Give me. I will take that gift card, especially like I I'm because I, I think gift giving is really hard, and, and there's a gift giving paralysis I think that happens when it's an important gift or like an important birthday or like a an anniversary. Or I say, screw it, make it easy. Give me an iTunes gift card. Why? Because I'm always buying music anyway, and I'm always buying movies, and I'm always on my laptop. So right. an iTunes gift card for me is like great. That's that's actually the first like everybody dogs on iTunes gift cards. That is the first time anybody said, but like, give makes, me one of those. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. No, when, when I, my, absolutely. No, because I'm constantly buying movies, and I'm constantly like looking for old movies, and I'm always watching something and, and buying music. So, I definitely so know what you mean about yeah. like, gift paralysis. I definitely know what you mean by that. Like I've, I've got a dad that's impossible to shop for. I've got, you know, like, so it's always like, uh, I can't afford anything he would buy. <laughs> And he's already bought it all already anyway. That's that's I always ask him what he wants and he's like, Ah, I fucking got everything already and I'm like, oh, all right, Dad, thanks for the help. Thanks, appreciate it. Exactly. Gift so, card. I, I'm gift a card. I'm a real proponent. I just say make it uh, make it easy for at least for for you to buy from me. If you ever want to, you don't have to, but I will I will take because to me it's again it's a representation of music and media and movies. So for me it's good. Alright. So all listeners, right. send him uh Send Brandon some iTunes gift cards. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. It's not necessary. <laughs> All right, question number five. What number is Mike thinking of? Mike, Mike, uh, I'm going to say a low number. Uh, number two. Incorrect. Question number six. What is your go-to jukebox pick? Go-to jukebox pick? Oh, man. I mean, it's probably... I don't know, old Van Halen. 
that's an easy one for me. Like if I if I don't know what to listen to, like especially if I'm in a guitar playing mode, I'm definitely listening to old Van Halen all the time. Nice. Are you uh, when you go into a place? Are you one of those people that you'll size up the room and you're like, let me make friends, or are you one of those people that'll size up the room and you go, let me chase some people out of here? Um, I'm I'm neither. I don't go in a room and I don't take advantage of the of the thing at all. So uh, <laughs> this whole right. thing is not a realistic. Uh, scenario for me so I don't really like going and try to take over a room or anything I usually try to blend in and uh, and uh, don't want to be uh, a spotlighted character at all alright <laughs> right, well we made it here yeah, we are question quick. number 7 that was, that was rapid fire we got Ooh, here real quick that was yeah okay cool. great yeah all right, so but it's an, an important question. This here. this one's a little introspective. I want you to I want you to think about mm-hmm. this one. We've had a lot of fun. Absorb it, you know, like like we're cutting to the core at this point. So, so Brennan, how do you feel about garden gnomes? Um, I it's really funny. I've got very little relationship in in my real life from moment to moment about garden gnomes. Um. And I say that knowing there's a small association with me and garden gnomes, or at least the work I've done. Right. Uh, Home Movies has a garden gnome in every single episode, just about, right. I think. Mm-hmm. If it, and that that was not my decision at all. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, it, they just started showing up, and later on while we were in production, maybe in the last season, somebody notified me that there was a garden gnome in every episode. But the truth was that... I was always in pre-production. I was always writing that show and or acting in the show or writing music or whatever. And, um, and, uh, we didn't really, (laughs) there was a strange rule where we didn't really talk to the animators. The producers of that show were like, Oh, the animators do their own thing. You don't talk to them. So I learned later on about all that stuff and, uh, knew that in like the, uh, commentary tracks for the DVDs of, of the show. So, but in real life, uh, anytime I meet, uh, a person with a pointy hat uh, that lives in a garden, you know, um, it's it's a new experience because I don't really have a lot of uh, experience with gnomes, with gardening. I'm not much of a gardener, I'll say. I like I enjoy a garden, but I'm not a gardener. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, mowed my share of lawns in my lifetime, continue to do so, but uh, not a gardener per se. And uh, and uh, let's just see. I just want to see what this means about me personally. Uh, that I don't have any relationship with garden gnomes whatsoever. Is that um, I think the garden itself is you know that's the thing. You don't need a gnome to spice it up. You just need well, so you need a good garden. It depends on the thought process. We've talked to um, we've had. This show is kind of about having everybody from every walk of life on, just creatives from all different places, uh, just so that we can have conversations with them and we can learn and figure stuff out. So we've had like people from like uh, the world of like paranormal shows and stuff on that are like, oh, they're rambunctious little characters. And then we've had people that actually collect and and paint them, paint them that are in like band, touring bands that we found out are like collectors really? of garden gnomes. Uh, really, it's really yeah. odd. Like the the. The number we've got. Uh, we figured out the number. If it once you once you hit what is it eight? Yeah, I think it's eight. If there's eight once you hit gnomes, eight after eight, they represent it, bodies in yes. your in your yard or basement at that point. Oh 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 oh! I, think, I see. I think up I to see. eight, you've got stories. Like you, you're a person with stories that I want to hear. And after yeah. eight, you're a person that I'm going to back away from slowly and just know where the exits are. Because each garden gnome that you may have uh, either encountered or 
or let's say owned, represents a human soul that you may have taken. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, uh, after eight. After probably. eight. After I eight. Think so I think so. You're allowed seven souls <laughs> right. before yeah. before anybody really like takes a look at what you're doing. Yeah, right? seven gnome yeah. grace Seven's period. Seven's that magic it. number, right? It's like three. It's a seven, it's yeah, seven, seven, yeah, seven deadly gnomes, seven, seven deadly, deadly sims. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. I, I guess, what does it say about me that I have uh, no interest in gnomes? Well, I will tell you this: you've never taken a life. Right? <laughs> I will take no. I'll, yeah, I have like the, the steadiest, like not steady like steady-handed. Yeah, I have nothing to hide. I have no interest in gnomes whatsoever. <laughs> Well, because of that, sir, you qualify for the bonus question. Yeah, yeah. You didn't even know you were All right. for it. Uh, oh this bonus question, yeah. I will tell you, um, out of all, we've done like 250 of these or so. Yeah. Nobody's never gotten the bonus question. Right. So 0%. the odds of you not getting it was pretty low, but yeah. it would have been okay. the first. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're right. Not. Yeah. Uh, but the bonus question is this. It's a multiple choice. Yeah. Yes. Bacon. Yes. Is it a topping? Yes. Is it a side, or is it a main course? Um, I, I've always looked at bacon as a, a very important but ingredient. I don't always think of it as the main... Like, it's, it's rare that I order a, a plate of bacon. So I will eat a plate of bacon if given to me, but it's not always an option. It's always a side. So... I guess this is like a, if they were like uh, that Top Chef dramatic music playing, and I still haven't answered yet. I'm still right. rationalizing. We can still put it, put, is, put it in in post. You can crumble it up. You can, I think you can crumble it up on something. You can. Hmm. And then there's then there's like Italian bacon. There's guanciale. You guys get into oh, that, yeah. do you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Pretty what do you excellent. what do you do with that? Uh, I I've made a um. What's the sauce? It's the um. I can't think of the name of it right now. It says Alfredo. eggs. No. Uh, Alfredo. No, not Alfredo. No, it's not. It's uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, carbonara. Oh, man. Carbonara. Carbonara. That's it. Yeah. That's the one. A carbonara with guanciale. Yeah, that's not the same with that. You know, look, there's nothing. You can't put bacon in something like like a carbonara and take it out and then it be the same. So bacon is really uh, it's it's a big, huge flavoring element. But I think it's I think the answer is this. It is a dish enhancer. Dish enhancer. I like that. Dish enhancer. Is what it is. I mean, there are some things. There's like the BLT, though. It's just, what's the star it's of not, that? It's, it is the star. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, it's the star of that one. And it's the star of... Uh, I've had it on pizzas before. Uh, it like really it. works. You get a wedge salad, and it's just like a hunk of lettuce and then bacon. Right. The blue cheese. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, cheese. Yeah, so there's there's some of those things that some dishes can't exist without it. But some of them, it's just an adornment that uh, you never knew you needed. So, um, look, I'm pro-bacon. Um, and I do think it's a shape-shifting entity that's important. Uh, changes as the dish does. So... In one way or another, I'm saying there's no categorization at all whatsoever. I do so, think that is another way of saying, saying it could be anything. All right? of the above, right? Yeah, yeah I, I think so. That. Yeah, I would yeah. say that. Which that is there the right go. answer, sir. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Oh, thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, the good news is that you've you've won uh, 
Well, literally nothing, because he already had our undying respect and admiration. Right, absolutely. Well, that's We're, nice of you. That's but nice. now, now there's more. Right, now, now there's, there's more. Yeah. There's so more, there's more. We've increased yeah. it. Um, so this show is What's Your Bacon? and Seven Questions. We like to ask What's Your Bacon? Bacon is our little metaphor for life, because uh, there are always those things in life that can be a main course, that can be a side, that can be a topping, that can be a sprinkling, that makes your life better. We're, we're a positive poly type of show. So uh, we like to ask people, you know, like, what is that thing for you? What's that, whether it's um, outside of your business that, that like, mm-hmm. takes your mind off of things, or whether it's in your business and it's, you know, you're living your best life, so everything's amazing. What would you say, uh, what is your bacon? Well, it's, uh, that's a good question. I think, I mean, here's, here's how I look at everything that I do. And it all came from the place of playing guitar. And, and it, looks, mm-hmm. it looks like, what, I see basses back there, I see guitars, I see a bunch of instruments. Yeah, we, but, we got lots. But it all started with guitar for me. And uh, guitar was the first thing that I, you know, when I was kind of becoming a young adult, that I started taking seriously and trying to, and figuring out that if I put a lot of time into this and I got a lot of reward. And there were, and right now I'm in a place with a guitar where it's both um, my livelihood and also my, um, it is actually how I relax and it's how I have fun playing my guitar. And it's, it's a hobby too. And it's one of those crazy, and it's really strange to have a relationship, the longest relationship I've had with a piece of wood uh, for 30 something years, going to music school, yeah. getting into television and getting into uh animation it it all came because of the guitar guitar recording a guitar showed me what it was like to do a timeline of a story um and if i needed to learn something new like after effects or some kind of crazy thing along the way or learn what it can do i always thought well i learned a guitar i can learn i can apply that same learning cycle to something else so if you learn guitar you can learn anything is what i think and everything is a guitar so um, telling story is a guitar. Everything's a timeline-based. Music is a story. Every episode of, a, of a, a TV show is a story. A movie is a story. Everything is a guitar. I just think of everything as a guitar, and if you can learn one thing, you can learn everything. So like I said, it's both my livelihood. I have to – it's um, it's the crux of what I do when I do live death clock stuff. Um, vocals come after it. Guitar is always first, and guitar is always last. You always record your rhythm guitars first, and I record all my overdubs last. Oh, I never thought about that. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I do the yeah. same thing. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's just kind of par for the course. But on top of that, I think that what I do when I'm when I'm just like, when I get through a week and I have a really tough week of like having to produce stuff and make stuff, I reward myself with a few hours of just me time on guitar where I'm just working on the things that have nothing to do with death clock or death metal or heavy metal or anything like that. I'm learning like nerdy fusion licks or working on my kind of stream of consciousness improvisation and stuff. So to me, that's like an adornment and it also it's just a thought cycle that has nothing to do with like just um, laying down the foundation for music, a song, riff, part A, B, C, whatever odysseys you take inside of it. There's a lot of foundational kind of blueprint building with guitar but then there's all this kind of wonderful adornment stuff that happens after like you know nice. so so yeah everything to me is a guitar anyway and i have i have related everything that i do and anything that i need to do or new cycle of learning or whatever to guitar so um if you can if you're lucky enough to have a relationship with an instrument 
and you can keep on learning new things about it and keep getting better at it as you keep moving forward, then you're the luckiest person in the world. So I, I think my answer is guitar. Nice. That's I great. Like that. I, I also that. like, I, I, I appreciate, I think it's very cool that you were able to um, start on guitar, make it your life, look at everything as if it is one yet still be able to derive like a pleasure that doesn't have anything to do with your job with it. You know, it does, it, it, it didn't get to the point where you're yeah. just like, I, I can't even look at a guitar right now. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. that's pretty awesome. That's, there that's there are the, times where I look at my guitar and I go, this is like, look, I don't like you and you don't like me, but we got to get some work done. <laughs> all right. 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 So I have that. And then there are times where I'm like, hey, look, you aren't the same guitar that I had to work with. You're my like, you're my lover who I get to like play right, with, yeah, like yeah. on the on the side. So I think of my guitar that way. But I also think of like everything that I had to get uh, that I had to be disciplined for to become a writer to become even a voice actor all derived from from the skill set that it took to play guitar so if when i was deciding to become a, a writer when i was writing spec scripts and just sitting in coffee shops before i had any work or before i even got on stage and did stand up or anything i would sit and i made uh, i made myself a promise that i wanted to get good at writing i wanted to learn how to do it so i'm going to spend the exact amount of hours that i would practicing guitar just writing and just observing writing and observing what I think is important about writing. So just taking that practice time from guitar and applying it towards writing was me treating writing like a guitar nice. and practicing. And, and the more I wrote, the more I understood, the more I understood what I could do, what I couldn't do, stuff like that. So everything is a guitar. That's what I that's keep awesome. saying. That's, that's yeah. great advice, though. That's, that's, that's that is great awesome. advice for anybody that's doing anything, you know? Yeah. That thing that you love, whatever it took you to get good at that, apply that same dedication to everything else. I, I love well, yeah. it. I think that's really cool. Because if I also think like if you're recording yourself, this is another way to get, you know, just to, to make peace with your guitar playing is you hear where the mistakes are. Yeah. Um, and when you're writing music, you're you're standing back and you're the you're the audience of the guitar that you just played. Where um, where you can also I, I think you can apply that same thing to everything new that you ever want to do. If you want to become a director, if you want to become an actor, if you want to become a writer if you want to become a film film composer or whatever it is that you want to do, if you want to try a different instrument, you use the exact same process that got you through guitar, and you, and and it's not so daunting, and you can do it. So that's what I think. Nice. I love that. I love it. I love it. Well, we have we are hitting our time clock here. Yeah. So uh, I just want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. We we really appreciate you spending your time with us. Yeah. Um. Thanks for taking the seven questions and thanks for giving some insight afterwards too. We appreciate that very much. Uh, uh, and and also thank you for coming up with the dialogue of one of my bands probably in like the twenty tens or so <laughs> the beginning of the twenty tens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, literally giving us all the dialogue. That yeah. we ever spoke within our studio. My drummer never went a day without saying this is dildos. Yes. Ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah. So thank you for all that. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, that's good. And, <laughs> so, and uh, I don't know what we can have. Oh. I don't know if that's my end or what. It might be. You still there? Oh, here we go. Okay, I'm back. Cool. I'm back. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Uh, um, I was just going to say, I don't know if you're allowed to promote yourself or do anything like that, but if there's anywhere you'd like people to find you or find anything or, or any kind of message well, you can Well, you can definitely promote right the upcoming now. tour. Yes. Because that's, that's coming up. <laughs> that's, uh, yes. Yeah, come and see, uh, come and see uh, me and uh, my new friends, uh, Baby Metal. Uh, well, not oh, me. Baby go Metal's see, awesome. 
yeah, actually me, I'll just be in the shadows, but you'll see Death Clock and see Baby Metal. We're going to give you a night of of uh, just really loud entertainment that's going to put a big, stupid smile on your faces. So I'm really excited to be going on the road and saying hello to all the people across America. So, um, yeah, and um, we have a record and a movie, and we have two albums and a movie coming up, but um, I'll let you guys find that out for yourselves. Awesome, awesome. awesome. Uh, definitely go check out Death Clock Live because it is an experience. I don't know if you've got new animation and stuff going on uh, above you guys when you're playing, but if, you, if you've seen it already, go see it again because it's fucking hilarious. If you haven't seen it, it's fucking hilarious. You have and to the see music's it. amazing, so. But, yeah. Thank you very much. So Thank you. much yeah. for hanging out. Tight-ass band. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. So, yeah. I, Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Hopefully we can revisit another time in the future. Thank you so much. And everybody at home that's listening, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. Remember to ask yourselves every single day, what's that one thing that makes your life better? What's that one thing that makes your day better? What's the thing in your heart that makes it beat just a little bit, a little bit harder? Yeah. Yeah. What's your bacon?